The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the fog and the rain and the trees of the Pacific Northwest. But it's those small hands which can grab at your ankles that are why I must warn you. Listener discretion is advised. Across the room from where Albert now sat, Mother Cyprian sat in the chair at her desk, but she rested uneasy. Reverend Albert saw her mind flying through the words she might use, plucking at those which would best serve her needs. Now that you are in a more amenable mood, she cleared her throat, buying time. Do you remember those first days you arrived here at the sanatorium, when I had you brought behind these walls? When I first took you into my care? I do. Your skin was already turning colors. You'd been left to, to fester, to rot. Had it not been for me, you would have become something kin to what Ben Lapont now finds himself to be. It was merely luck that I found you in time. Ben Lapont was not so privileged to have such luck. And that is unfortunate. But I told you the first time I met you. This is all very unfortunate business. Albert, you know many things due to your affliction. You see more than they do. But that isn't because you are special. No, it's simply because of the events of your past and your childhood affiliation with him. But there are many more such things that you do not know, nor will you know so long as I have any say in it, so long as I can protect you from it. But those days are numbered, so you must heed my words. He desires to supplant the wishes of the Long Shadows, 
And we cannot allow that. He would have had you born as an agent of chaos, an aberration in their domain, a tumor, much in the way that Ben is now. Albert, I beg you, do not be so easily swayed in your loyalties. Too quick you've been to throw aside your logic, and too stubborn you've been to hold tightly to your preconceived notions of what I am. Ben was unfortunate, but necessary. The Lepont children are not what you've come to think of them as. So do not think for a second you do anyone's service by gallivanting around, pretending to be the hero of the story. You are not, and you should not feel some unreserved sense of guardianship for children which are not yours. And, well, children who aren't Mildred's children either. Don't give me that look of incredulity. Yes, that is correct. Peggy, Ben, Tom, and William are not Mildred's children. She cannot have children due to unfortunate circumstances. It is none of your business, but I know that without at least partial satisfaction, you would pick and pick and pick at those scabs until the wounds were open, leaking old bad blood everywhere. And I cannot have that. Not after all I've done. Reverend Albert sat there as he watched Mother Cyprian, who was usually so stoic, unravel. He thought she looked as if she wanted to tell him more, but refrained from doing so, her tongue pressing at the back of her teeth, begging to be let free of her inhibitions, begging to tell Albert everything. I must handle these situations. I must juggle and manage them, Albert. You cannot understand the constant pressure, the constant adjustments I've had to make. I've been a part of all of this nonsense for far longer than I'd care to admit. Far longer than you could conceive. And I must take care of my people first. Curious but not willing to interrupt, the Reverend sat there hoping she'd elaborate on what she meant by her people. She sounded as if she regarded herself as separate from the other townsfolk living in the fort. She lived at Riverside Sanatorium, apart from the town's core, but that made her no more separate from the fort than he was up on his raised hill in his church. But his church was a place of congregation, while the sanatorium was avoided at all costs. Perhaps that was the difference. Perhaps he had underestimated the effects of her seclusion. If he was being honest with himself, he wouldn't have afforded her sympathy. He would have recognized her words for what they were. Half-truths and placation. You called him the man in the cave, but he once had a name, a Christian name. He isn't so unlike you. A man reborn 
but where you are the image of goodness, kindness, and restraint. The man in the cave, as you so aptly called him as a young boy, is malice and selfishness and lies. He was reborn in ash and soot of his own volition to wage war against the long shadows, against nature itself. The will of the long shadows is not to be supplanted, not to be trifled with. It is not for his hands to mold and manipulate. He cannot have his way. This is what I have been fighting. So you'll have to excuse my unwillingness to divulge what I consider to be unnecessary information to you. You who I have not seen in too long to be sure of. I can no longer trust you, no matter the love I still hold for you. You live far beyond these walls. I can no longer watch you, make sure you stay true to me and the path. But I ask you to trust me. If you do not, Albert, he will kill them all. Not only Ben, but all of Mildred's charges. Peggy, Tom, and William as well. She chose her words carefully. Charges, not children. She couldn't have Albert, who'd always been so sweet on Mildred, to equate those children as an extension of her. You must watch over them for me. You are not to act unless I instruct you to do so. You must do this, and you must trust me. Trust the wisdom that comes with my age. But more importantly, the wisdom gained after each battle I've fought in this war, you've largely avoided until now. I do not only care for you, Albert. I care for Mildred as well. I still remember the timid, imaginative little girl who'd come to visit her mother every Sunday. I tried to take her under my wing as I had done to you, but she was not interested. And look where that's gotten her. Two unruly, rotten children, a squealing baby, and a dead husband. His ears perked. Was Albert mistaken? Had she not just said, a dead husband? Mark was finally gone? That couldn't be right. He surely would have heard. Well, no. He supposed he probably wouldn't have. They were no longer friends. They did not speak. She did not confide in him, and he knew she only attended his sermons with her family because his was the only church in town. But Mark was finally gone. And as much as he tried to resist, he felt a tinge of hope knowing that hope that he and Mildred might one day end up together, fulfilling that long-promised dream from so long ago. You will watch those children, Albert. You will tell me if they begin to exhibit any 
maliciousness or curious elements. You will help me ensure the man in the cave, as you know him, does not win. Until now, you've had the privilege of taking a passive role, but not any longer. Not when I've been left to clean up the pieces of the actions of others, just to be yelled at and accused. Not when this is all your fault. Not when all those children should not be Mildred's burden, but yours. If not for you, they would never have been born. Today's episode was written and performed by Cole Weavers. Sound production and editing by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. The fort is built on secrets and shadows, on unspoken truths and the designs of the long shadows, whoever they may be. But it's also built on the support of its townsfolk. Would you like to support our tiny little monstrosity of a town by mending the roof of the church? or keeping the doors of the sanatorium for the lost and unwanted open. Or perhaps you'd rather help build a mausoleum for the ones who will never die. In thanks for your support, and for only a few dollars a month, you'll receive episodes of The Town Whispers released early and forever ad-free, as well as exclusive short stories and one-shots to expand your knowledge of what lays dormant and watching under the earth. Would you like to see with your own frail eyes that can only see what can be imagined by the goodness of a heart drenched in humanity by receiving digital rewards of the visual variety? All this and more will be revealed on our Patreon. Please consider joining us at www.patreon.com slash thetownwhispers. If you would like to support us in other ways, please consider following us on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter at The Town Whispers or by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information on the show, please head on over to www.thetownwhispers.com. I got the ghost of you inside of my head What I'm supposed to do, the blood has been shed He got a dark i